Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bladed Apples, a horror podcast, dropping your trick or treat bag every every other every every week. We'll say it every week, anyways. We get prove me wrong. Maybe just listen too late. I mean, you yeah, you it's it's really your fault. Yeah, right. The listener, not ours. It's yours. You didn't email us. Not enough demand, so no supply. Yeah. <laughs> right? And we're also affecting, uh, having effects from uh, COVID and our supply lines. So we had to wait for our podcast to come in to ship to you guys. Yeah. After we hit the distribution centers and got put out. I mean, we're, we're going through the same thing the economy is right now, guys. We're sorry. Yeah. Uh, me more so than I thought. <laughs> I'm Rocky. I'm Blaze. And, uh, yeah, this week we're back with another episode. We'll be talking about Dan Curtis's 1976 film, Burn Burn Offerings. Offerings. And we'll also be doing another entry into uh, another curation of Blaze's Cabinet of Video Game Curiosities. Another, uh huh. It's a good one. It's a good one? Yeah. Yeah, all the other ones are shit. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh,. And another entry into mythology biology. But first, how are you? Been better. <laughs> I feel like about every episode I it have to It feels like everyone go, just like, how are you, Blaze? Well, let me set the mood for the episode. <laughs> let me say oh, something man. depressing and let's get into this topic. So I got laid off from a mass layoff. Yeah. So <laughs> Speaking of the economy. <laughs> and... uh temporarily rocky was like blaze i have to reevaluate our podcast i may be having to let you go so we didn't have a few episodes come out and i was terrified and uh thankfully he called me back so we're still doing the podcast <laughs> for now but your paperwork is still being processed yeah. <laughs> your termination we didn't papers. Finish your background check, so. <laughs> so yeah that's been fun uh sitting down all day doing job applications well i mean it's so different than you Sitting down all day writing about people's dicks. That's true. Which is but, what you uh, did for your job. But I got paid for one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I'll write about cocks all day if you're paying me. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This one's big and veiny. This one's short and stubby. <laughs> this one doesn't work. <laughs> it's broken. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, fuck that Just company. Just like this family. Yeah. In burnt offerings. Do you want to uh, tag the company's name here so we can like, fuck them? No. <laughs> Let's make the situation worse. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll we'll make sure to uh, forward this podcast to all their email boxes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen to these jokes you made about you. You guys suck. Uh, well, I don't know. By the time this comes out, maybe uh, they won't be a business anymore. So. That'd be great. Yeah, we'll see. Yep. Well. How was your week? <laughs> uh, just working. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I did this thing called work <laughs> where I went in and I... Gave them hours of my life, and they gave me a paycheck. Oh. Yes. Man, that sounds like a deal I could really get behind. Yes, yes. Today will be, I had to go in after we Now we that record. I'm on the brink of homelessness. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go in after we, after we record. This will be 60 hours after after today, so I'm a little tired. Yeah, I don't blame you. I'm uh, I'm pretty tired, too. <laughs> I'm tired been, of uh, jerking off and I've crying. i uh, sleeping a lot. <laughs> I've been uh, more depressed than usual. <laughs> Mainly because I lost my health insurance. <laughs> yeah, I, that's another thing I'm worried about. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm just trying to set the mood. <laughs> because with a movie like this, it's about, you know, people that are just going through problems. Uh, 
<laughs> well, in a house. Yeah. And uh, they lose their health insurance, right? Well, they lose more than that. <laughs> but we'll get to that a little bit later. Yeah. Um, is there any news? Any news? Uh, You've had a lot of time on your hands. You haven't been looking anything yeah. up? <laughs> no, uh, pretty much just doing job applications. So the biggest news is that I lost my fucking job. <laughs> um, no. Um, I saw the Texas Chainsaw Massacre trailer. I have not watched I it. I know you're not going to watch it. but Because I'm, it comes out in like two weeks. So I don't want like, I just want to go in completely blind. But what are your thoughts? Bad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like the looks of it. And I think Leatherface looks like a stupid pig boy. <laughs> like a stupid pig boy before. I don't know how many times they can get my hopes up and then completely fuck them with that- Texas Chainsaw. Because Texas Chainsaw Massacre is my favorite slasher movie. Yeah. 100%. If, if it's actually a slasher film. It is. Is it? Yeah, like, well, I mean... There's a lot of things that insinuate it is. For, for, <laughs> this is argument is starting to come apart a little bit. Yeah, I uh, guess so. I mean, if you watch the trailer, he slashes like eight people. Well, so. no, I, I just always hate the argument of being like, oh, what was the first slasher? It's like, does it fucking matter? Because everybody's like, it was Black Christmas. It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's Halloween. You know, whatever. It, it was Psycho, which I don't think, personally, I, uh, Halloween may be the closest, but I, after... A different podcast. I don't really feel like Psycho up. is a slasher. Psycho's not. No. Psycho's not. <laughs> Just two people get stabbed in it. Yeah, that's what I was. Uh, 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 he's not that psycho. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's just he's mildly psycho. He just wants he's just an Oedipus complex. Like, yeah, he just wants to all. bone his mom. Yeah, that's all. Um, no, I think that that uh, more. I think it takes a chance on massacre because like it wasn't meant to be a slasher or anything like that. I think it's more of a folk horror. Yeah, I could maybe. I think it's more full core, but it has, you know, a lot of it kind of started building on the template that would become the slash. They are they are doing that really annoying thing that I really hate seeing all the time now. Uh, rebooting a film. Well, not that. Well, yeah, that too. But uh, how do I put it? like how they add in like, oh, we got the old school here. But then there's the young with their technology. And it's like, oh, hey, no. welcome to our new town. We're reinventing this place. The town where Leatherface <laughs> was from. This is my blog. I'm Katie. It's like, <laughs> it's like why the fuck? Katie. Why the fuck are you doing it yeah, this Yeah, because way? it's Sally again. But, of course, uh, the actress that played Sally from the original one passed away. A while right. ago. So they recast her, but it's the same character from the original Halloween. And as we stated on a previous episode, they're just doing the Halloween 2018 formula. Being like, this is a direct sequel to the original film. And it's 50 years later. And what has Leatherface been doing? I don't know. For me, and I hope this is what he's been doing, he's just still been in the middle of that road. <laughs> just spinning around with that ah! chainsaw for 50 years. <laughs> uh, well, uh, and then he just stops like... Oh, yeah, I need to go kill that no, girl. No, what you <laughs> find out is that... Uh, I won't tell you. I won't spoil it. Oh, okay, you can tell me. I, I'm not seeing scenes of it. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so the town that was outside of there is abandoned, and they're like, we're going to reinvent this and make it a cool, hip town. So are they a bunch of hipsters? Uh, no, not really. Are they a bunch of just... It's just uh, like a bunch of city folk okay. <laughs> coming in. And, sure. <laughs> and uh, he has done nothing. For 50 years. He hasn't been killing people. No. Nope. He hasn't been. No. Nope. 
Not really. people in a chili or anything like uh, that? Apparently. You've just that, been sitting around for from 50 what years. It, from what it looks like in the trailer, there is nobody for him to kill in the town until oh. those people show up. So what, is it, what has he been eating? I guess. Just fucking, livestock? I guess. Like a they have person? it. They have it. Dumb. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I, It makes it, sense. Like, it makes sense with Halloween 2018, because, like, oh, where's Michael Myers been for 40 years? He's been in an asylum. He's been in an asylum. Perfect. This one's 50 years. 50 years of just, uh, He's been jacking off in a fucking cabin. The only like, thing I know is, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a person that has, you know, I'm this inbred backwoods killer that only thing I've been taught my whole life is to kill and, and, and you know eat people yeah <laughs> as, as we find the later sequels I, I guess yeah in the first one it's alluded to right yeah um and now he's just like well there's nobody around i guess and I'll you just got rid here. of one of the coolest characters Who? from chop top chop top was in the second one that's what i'm yeah. saying oh yeah yeah i thought you meant that he was introduced the first one so it's like why didn't he come in this one no yeah, yeah chop top is great yeah, yeah and he won't be in this <laughs> no it's all right bill mosley's crying somewhere I know, poor Bill. <laughs> Bill be fine. He's he seems like a great person. Yeah, he seems he's like very he's friendly. doing very well. So. Uh, yeah, uh, I I haven't watched the trailer, but what I did see is fright because it looks like fright rags and Captain. Yeah, they came Everybody's out with putting a, their own collections out of of the, the movie. Film. But uh, I saw fright rags preview. Is it a movie poster? Uh, I'm sure one of them is. Yeah, but um. I'm I'm sorry, Fright Rags. I really am. But there's just two shirts on there. There's a long sleeve with the image of Leatherface on it. The new it looks face. like yeah, it looks like they just took a image from like a, uh, a production photo or something like that, right? It's a long sleeve and it just has him just like kind of standing there. Whatever. <clears throat> they use the exact same image on another T-shirt with a different background. <laughs> That's just lazy. <laughs> Fright Rags. Please, please, come back to us. Please do better, guys. <laughs> it's the exact same picture with a different background. And it's supposed to be a reference to like their one of their Texas Chainsaw Massacre releases, one of the releases for the original film, because it has like the same type of background. It's like this purple background. Right. And like on the original one it has like Leatherface like running towards Yeah, and like sundown kind of thing. Yeah, but it's like a purple like, right, kind of like background thing. Yeah. And it's the same background, but they just took the <laughs> same picture for the other shirt and just like boom, there. 28 bucks <laughs> plus shipping. <laughs> Put Fuck it in my you. hand. Yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Ben, we love you. Please do better. <laughs> Cavity Colors is stealing it again. Yeah. Well, I saw, I saw their preview image of the Devin. Devin's design for it. That looks like a cool, cool shirt. It's like, you know, yeah, paintings like he always does or anything. It looks really cool. But, uh, yeah, they also announced that they're doing Scream 6. Shut up, phone. <laughs> yeah, I was like, my uh, phone didn't do that. That's huge. Uh, they're also doing Scream 6. They what? announced it. The same team is going to do it. They, they greenlit it. Why? Because it made money. How do you... <laughs> it made money. How do you keep going? <laughs> I, I trust Radio Silence enough for them to come up with something. And, and they said in... Uh, Issue of Fangoria have right over there, or maybe it's upstairs. It's somewhere. Um, it's in here. <laughs> it's in this house. It's in our studio. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean studio, yeah. not my living room. No, nope. um, we're not sitting on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
we can't afford chairs because Blaze <laughs> lost his job. <laughs> and he was on chair duty. You see, I, yeah, I, was, I was paying for the studio. And <laughs> now we're outside <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> we really hit rock bottom. I plugged my router into a tree and it worked. <laughs> we, have, we, we have squirrels running on a will that's <laughs> giving us electricity just enough. Just um, enough to run it. Yeah. But uh, Radio Science was saying how excited they would be to do another one. They're like, man, we just hope that we can continue making Scream movies. So I guess they have a plan in their mind of what they would like to do with another one. Okay. So they got greenlit. But like I said last episode, you know, a month ago, yeah. <laughs> um, that uh, if you – with Scream, you have to probably have something that's going on currently in horror or in film. Yeah. And you just did like the big thing that's been going on right now, which is – Requels and soft reboots. I think that's big things to go on the last ten years, almost. Um, well, now they have another one so coming now out to make say, fun of. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we just get a uh, whole bunch of spoof movies and they continue scary movie <laughs> along to spoof all these films. Oh God, I woohoo! <laughs> that would be so. Awful. The most genius joke in Scary Movie is the title. Yeah, because it was supposed to be the name of Stab it's, slash Scream. It was, yeah, Scream was originally titled, like Kevin Williams' original title for Scream was Scary Movie. Yeah. And I didn't realize that until, you know, years later that when I learned that fact. And I'm like, oh, that's like the best joke in all of Scary Movie is that it's the title that Scream was supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, I mean, it was that, and they were smart enough to get Tim Curry before he st- had to stop acting. In the second one, yeah. Yeah. Ah. Um, there was some, uh, well, anything interesting you've watched this week? Uh, nothing new, just a bunch of old stuff. Okay. Yeah, how about you? Uh, I've been watching the new season of Dark Side of the Ring. Okay. And uh, it, it was it made me remember this because we were talking about Scream and David Arquette. Uh, because one of the episodes is about a wrestler that I've watched since I was a kid. And there was a bunch of fucked up shit I did not know about him. Who? Nick Gage. Have you uh, heard of him? No. Like, he wrestled for, like, you remember that porn company that owned uh, a wrestling federation called CZW? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so he... Started, I guess, there, and he's now in like GCW and stuff like that. And he's huge for an indie wrestler. Like everyone in, if you are into wrestling, you know who Nick Gage is, even though he's never been part of a big company because he's a deathmatch wrestler. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, two stories I did not know about him, which are kind of crazy to me. I didn't know these stories. He's an insane person. You're like, what? He is. <laughs> uh, and uh, one time, when uh, he was so bad on drugs, he he couldn't wrestle and stuff like that and got injured. Uh, surprise, you get injured in a death match. Um, he robbed a bank. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> he robbed a bank. And um, that was interesting. And then the second, which is what reminded me of this, he almost murdered David Arquette <laughs> in real life. <laughs> In a because not in a match, yeah, with a knife <laughs> in a match. Oh, okay. Um, so David Arquette, he did that uh, that documentary where he was like, "I'm trying to become an you know come back to wrestling because it felt unfinished to me and start wrestling the indies and stuff like that." Mm-hmm. And he was doing a pretty good job. He was a decent wrestler after he was training and everything like that because he was coming back from 
all that horrible shit that happened in WCW with yeah. that Right Rumble movie. And um, classic. So somebody from GCW called uh, called him. It was like, hey, uh, you know, I saw you on the indie circuits. Do you want to wrestle at GCW? And he's like, yeah. Who's your biggest star? And they're like, well, Nick Gage is. And they're like, he's like, yeah, I'll I'll wrestle him. And they're like. <laughs> Uh, well, Nick Gage is a deathmatch wrestler. I don't know if you want to do that. And he's like, no, 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 let's do a deathmatch. And he was like, uh, like, I don't, you really probably don't want to do a deathmatch. We'll let you wrestle Nick Gage, but maybe not a deathmatch because, so in the dumbest possible fashion, he's like, he's trying, I guess, trying to be nice in the most Hollywood way possible, which right. is actually demeaning uh-huh. to like a working class person like Nick Gage. And he was like, oh, well, I took him to the oldest steakhouse in uh, in Hollywood. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And I took him out to dinner and blah, 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 blah. And he was like sitting there buying steaks and everything for the production team and everything like that. And he looked at Nick Gage. He's like, all right, man. And Nick Gage is like, dude, this is like the pain is real. The glass is real. The thumbtacks are real. Like the stuff we cut each other with is real. The barbed wire is real. Do you want to do this? We can do a normal match. And he's like, I'm not going to go easy on you Uh because this is like my forte. This is what I do. Yeah. And David Arquette then says the dumbest thing he could say to a deathmatch wrestler, which is like, yeah, I know all that stuff's going to hurt. All I ask is that you just don't cut my face. (laughs) He's like, okay. And he sat there and he's like, I'm going to fuck him up. (laughs) That's literally what he says in the interview. So they start wrestling and they're like bashing each other in the light. Well, like, you know, fluorescent light bulbs and everything like that and putting fire on the ground and burning themselves alive and all this crazy shit that goes along with deathmatch wrestling, which I love to watch. Um, and so while they're wrestling, uh, he has this signature thing that he does is where he takes out a sharpened pizza cutter and he starts going to town on people's faces. He's like, mamma mia. Yeah. So he starts doing that to Uh David Arquette, Uh who is in pain and pissed off at this point. Oh, yeah, imagine. And then he took it and shoved it in his mouth and then swiped. And David Arquette got, like, super mad. So he threw a chair covered in light bulbs at him, and Nick Gage was so pissed he grabbed, he decked him like real life decked him. He is down, pulled him up, broke a tube of uh, a fluorescent light bulb against his head, and then started stabbing him in the forehead with it. The broken pieces of the glass. Uh-huh. David Arquette starts flipping out and like doing whatever he can to turn him over. And he turns him over. But as David Arquette turns him over, David Arquette punctures his fucking neck on the broken piece of glass. What? And starts spurting out. Oh, my God. And Nick Gage, like, in the interview, he was like, I looked up. He was like, oh, fuck. I killed David Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
So, but it, 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 he was like, oh, I've been to Deathmatch Wrestling forever. You know, I saw the blood and where it was coming from. And I was like, it's not shooting out. So it's not an artery. So he'll be fine. And so he. And then I kept stabbing him. Well, then he got up and he beat the shit out of David Arquette and then threw him immediately into a pen and said, stay down or I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> As if I ever hurt you already. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, TMZ did an interview with David Arquette over that. He's like, I'm not doing death matches anymore. <laughs> and he also admitted, he was like, yeah, I was in over my head. I did not know what I was doing. How long ago was that? That was like two years ago. Oh, okay. So he wasn't, David Arquette wasn't on drugs anymore. No, no, no. Like, this yeah. is the, the, during the documentary he was no, making okay. about wrestling. Yeah. I was like, he made his behavior may have been because of I'm like, sorry I went <laughs> off on that, but I'm just, no, I just think it's story. such a crazy yeah. story. Yeah. But Scream 6. Uh, oh, never mind. I can't say that. Scream 6. David Arquette won't be in it. Damn it. <laughs> and if he is, that's stupid. <laughs> um, yes. So, um, I guess we'll get into the movie now. Yep. Are we ready for trailer time? Trailer. It's from hell. Don't sue us. <laughs> don't, okay. su- don't sue us, Joe Dante. <laughs> Please. All right. Here it is. Behind this door lies a horror beyond imagination. Who is it? Where did it come from? What does it want? When you find out, it will be too late. Burnt offerings. So, Burnt Offerings is a came out in 1976. Starring the human eggplant. <laughs> starring, starring Oliver Reed, yes. Uh, we'll get, get to that in a second. It was directed by Dan Curtis and co-written by Dan Curtis and William F. Nolan, who also co-wrote uh, Trilogy of Terror. Right, right. Um, and Dan Curtis is mainly known for writing the series. He created Dark Shadows. Uh, Dark Shadows. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know what Dark Shadows is, it was a 1960s gothic soap opera. Yeah, pretty Mom, much. Both of our moms love that show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your mom really loves that show. Yeah, my she's mom, got autographs from Barnabas. Which is insane that my OG. mom likes... Like, my mom is always like, I don't like horror and everything like that, but she loves like... Dark Shadows. She loves like Dark Shadows and Monsters like Adam's Family. And she, like, she doesn't like like horror horror. She, she likes... She, and she loves like Halloween season and stuff like that. I, I mean, there's nothing funny about Dark Shadows. No. Like that. Because yeah, it's literally just a soap opera. Yeah, it's but a you soap know opera what, with werewolves and vampires. Yeah. But you know what was funny? The 2012 movie based on, directed by Tim Burton. Woo, we, Johnny Depp. <laughs> the movie wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. It wasn't great, but it wasn't. Uh, it, the daughter to some being of, the werewolf the whole time oh, was just. Oh, yeah, that was pretty Why bad. did you do that? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I remember seeing the theaters and not being like angry afterwards, like whenever I saw. I was like, meh. Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> oh. A couple years prior. After I saw that, I'm just like. Oh. <laughs> My God, yeah. It almost makes you glad that he's in all this trouble because you see him less. Oh, giant up? Yeah. I was about Tim Burton for a second. Like, what? No. Yeah. Because you see him less, minus those fucking ridiculous those cologne commercials. commercials. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm playing in the middle of a desert. Where'd you plug your amp in, you dick? Like, I don't know. I'm on drugs. Why are all these wolves <laughs> running towards loud noises? Like, <laughs> Are they going to kill him? Yeah, well, it just makes no damn sense. Okay, is is Johnny Depp a werewolf? Yeah, I don't fucking care. Um, 
But yeah, Dan Curtis created Dark Shadows, and the other big thing he's known for is Trilogy of Terror, which is the movie he made prior to this, which is an anthology horror film. Co-written by Nolan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, co-written by Nolan, and also starring Karen Black, who stars in this alongside Oliver Reed. And she's in every one of those segments. Yeah, she's plays four different characters in Trilogy of Terror. And the OG Mama Firefly. Yeah. Yeah, she was. Yep. Yeah, she's Mama Firefly in House of Thousand Corses, but got recast for Devil's Rejects. I'm not sure why, because she's still alive at the time, but. Must not have been doing well. Yeah, I guess. Um, and Bette Davis, uh, Burgess Meredith. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, Eileen Heckert. A uh, lot, lot, lot of actors in this. Uh, lot, it's got a good cast. Lee um, Montgomery. <laughs> oh, that's uh, Davey. Yeah. Yeah. From great. Movies such as Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Yep. And Ben, the story of a boy who likes rats. Yeah, which was made prior to this. Yes. Yeah, a few years beforehand. Uh, I think Willard was a better version of that story. Yeah, Willard's actually a good movie. Yeah. But not the remake with Crispin Glover. No! Oh, God. (laughs) But yeah, um, this movie actually shares a lot of the same uh, crew. That That's made Trilogy of Trilogy Terror. Of Terror. Yeah. He worked with a lot of the same composer, a lot of the same different like set designers and costume designers, stuff like that. A lot of different people. You can kind of tell. Yeah, the for way sure. The movie goes. There, there's even certain themes that uh, Dan Curtis uses, like music themes that uh, they'll use as kind of like a hallmark through his different movies. So there's like, right. like little like musical parts. It's like, oh, okay, he uses this and this and this and that. But Burnt Offerings follows the um, Rolf family. Yeah, moving into a vacation house for the summer. They get a summer home that is decrepit. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it's so beautiful. It is According a, to the wife. It is a massive house. Like It's, it's a mansion. Victorian <laughs> yeah, mansion? Yeah, I would say Victorian like mansion. That. Yeah. Um, or maybe Antebellum. I don't know. <laughs> it looks like some big fucking, like, yeah. Big. Yeah, maybe uh, like a uh, the, the actual house plantation made, house. Yeah, the actual house was built in 1899. Did, oh, you, okay. did you read about the house at all? No, I didn't read okay, about. We'll the house. get back to that in a little bit. Um, the house, uh, but they go there. Uh, apparently, there was supposed to be 15 minutes in this movie before. First of all, this movie's fucking way too long for its own good. It's slow. It's two hours long. Super slow. But there was supposed to be 15 minutes prior. Like at the very beginning of the film, uh, showing the family in New York and them seeing the ad and them being like, "Oh, wouldn't it be great to get a, go to a summer house?" And then like all of already getting into a wreck or something, like some like side story. They pull in a changeling. Like. And, th- and then Dan Curtis is like, "No, it was all too boring. I took it out." This <laughs> <laughs> would be like fifteen minutes of movie just set up. It's like that was too boring. Yeah, you should have taken out about an hour. <laughs> yes. Um. So. They're driving up to see the house. Is they Dan go Curtis? There. He's dead now, right? I think Dan Curtis passed away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you said it much nicer than I did. Is he <laughs> fucking dead? Like, did he fucking croak? Like, <laughs> I think so. Um, yeah, R.I.P. He kicked the fucking bucket. Like, <laughs> piece of shit. Yeah. Thanks for your movies. I guess he's just a dark shadow on this earth now because he's <laughs> fucking dead. Um, he's burnt offerings because he was cremated. Like, <laughs> Uh, but uh, they go up there to see the house. The house is this giant home that is in disrepair and has not been taken care of. No, and you have a very strange... They never really explain his presence either, the the, the landskeeper. 
Oh yeah, there is a landscaper. There's a landscaper. But he disappears. He disappears yeah. with no trace. Doesn't come back at the end. No. Like, what was the point of him? Yeah. Yeah. And he said he's been there all the time. Right. Yeah, but it's only in like the first half of the movie. Then he just fucks off. Yeah. yeah. And, and like he had nothing like he to do with. Okay, so continue so we can talk about him. Yeah. Because he he annoyed me, and that's a point I wanted to bring up. <laughs> so, yeah, they get they get um, greeted by the groundskeeper, who's kind of like a backwoods, like Free white old trashy kind of old guy. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, they yeah. go inside, and they meet um, the owners of the house, or, or, or at least the ones that look over the estate, which is are the children of... Do they own it or does their mother own it? Uh, it's theirs. Okay, they own it. But their mother lives there. Lives there. Yes. Um, and that's played by Burgess. I did air quotes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's played by Burgess Meredith and Eileen Heckert. Um, and it's, their, their character's name is Arnold and Elizabeth. All are dice. And um, they're both old and kooky. They're yes. a couple of kooks. And They've got the devil in them. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, the, for some reason Burgess Meredith is very interested in Alder Reed and Karen Black's young son Davy. Um, he's watching him. He's he's watching him play outside, and Davy falls off of a pavilion that he's climbing. Yeah, he just lays down. <laughs> and he scratches up his knee. <laughs> yeah, which he doesn't complain about till like twenty minutes later. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, what happens? He's like, like, I oh, I'm bored. Guess I'll go complain. <laughs> Mommy, daddy, my knee. <laughs> and Oliver Reed was probably drunk on set. <laughs> he's yeah. just like, yeah, he's just looking for attention. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, well, I liked how concerned he was when he came in with the scraped knee. He was just like, oh, good God. <laughs> Davey, what happened to you? But it's, uh, oh yeah, I did mention there is a, oh no, they go back and get her. She's not there right now. Yeah, but, her, um, his aunt. Yes. But, uh, so. I'm really fucking this up. I'm sorry. Go so ahead. They, well, no, I, I fucked that up. I'm like, wait, was, was, uh, Bet, uh, Bet Midler? I was about to say Bet Midler. I was Bet, Betty Davis with him, uh, but she wasn't yet. No, no. Um, no. but, uh, so the, the, the old people are like, hey, Listen, if you want the house, this piece of shit that's falling apart, uh, the garden uh, in our greenhouse, all the plants are fucking dead. Yeah. Uh, the paint is peeling off the walls. The tilings are coming down. The tilings coming down. It looks nice inside. The pool is completely fucking empty. Well, it's not empty. It's covered in dirty water. And dirty, yeah, shit water. Yeah. Um, everything, I mean, the house is a piece of fucking shit. Oliver Reed is being a complete smartass. Oh, like, he just laughs, laughs at everything. Like, come on. Ha, like, ha, ha. <laughs> And Karen Black's like, stop, you're being an asshole. This is really nice. And he's like, are you fucking serious? Which, thinking about it, it's like, no, Oliver Reed is completely right. This is no. fucking insane. And it gets crazier because they're like, okay, well, um, it's a summer home. You're renting it for, what, two months maybe? A yeah. month, two months? Um, oh, well, um, it'll be 900 bucks. And they're like, oh, that's a steal. Which, in today's currency, like... With inflation, now that's forty four hundred dollars. It's four thousand four hundred and forty bucks to be exact. Well, <laughs> it's you know, it's funny rent prices and stuff follow inflation, but uh minimum wage and workers' rates don't. No, of course <laughs> so, not. Why would it? <laughs> so now it's like absolutely asinine, but maybe back then it wasn't crazy talk. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yes. Um 
So they're like, oh, it'll be 900 bucks. And Karen Black's like, oh, okay. Well, that's a good deal. And Oliver is like, you really fucking shit, man. Yeah, they're not fucking stupid. And they're like, well, here's the caveat of everything, though. Um, not only is this house a piece of shit, but you also have to take care of our mother. <laughs> it's like, oh? Like, and they're like, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, she's 85. She, she's living in the house. She's upstairs, actually, right now. And she will never leave her room. <laughs> yeah, she's 85, but she can pass as 60. Um, she sleeps all day. And all you have to do is bring her food up to her, leave it outside of her room, and then whenever it's done, she'll put it back out there, bring it back downstairs. You probably won't even see her. They're like, no, oh, it sounds like a great deal. We'll take it. Well, I don't know. <laughs> they were arguing about it for a while, but she got, like, super upset. That yeah, I don't like, even know what she – I guess he was just trying to appease her. It's like, yes, honey, okay, we'll do like, it. It'll make you happy. We'll do it. Yes. And then he's like, okay, fine, we'll do it. And then he grabs her boob, and then it, tra- it changes to them going into the house. <laughs> <laughs> he does grab her boob. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah, he was like, all right, we'll do it. <laughs> Fuck time. <laughs> like, so they decide to, to decide to move in for the summer, and it's now him, his wife, their son, and Oliver Reed's aunt, played by Bay Davis. Yep. Uh, Bette Midler. <laughs> Bette Midler. Played by Bay Davis. And... um. Yeah, they all move in, and weird things started happening. Slowly, <laughs> so slowly. Should we do happening. some? Should we do some background stuff before we go more into the plot? Yes. Okay. <laughs> this movie was shot all on location. It was there was no sets. They all shot. That's interesting. Shot in the actual in the house over thirty days, and they shot in nineteen seventy five. <clears throat> so they shot all the year prior. Thirty day shoot. That's that's a pretty fast shoot. But I guess it's all. Pretty much in one location, so it isn't that bad. Um, Bay Davis hated, with a burning passion, hated Oliver Reed. Hated him. Now, for anybody that doesn't know who Oliver Reed is, Oliver Reed... He's a drunkard. He's a drunkard. Oliver Reed is a... I love Oliver Reed as an actor. There's a lot of movies I really love him in. As a person? He was a very difficult person to work with. He was... An excessive alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, it killed him. Uh, he killed him eventually. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That, Gladiator was his final movie. That was he died while they were filming Gladiator. Yeah. Um, from drinking. Yeah. And uh, but he was a terrible drunkard. Proximo. Uh, that's what his name was in Gladiator. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. He was. Uh, he was Maximus. Uh, Maxima. Is it Maximus? Is that is Maximus? That, is that is um, the, uh, Russell, Russell Crowe's Crow. character? Yeah. He's his. He's like the trainer of like the gladiator stable in, in, in yeah. that movie. Um, but that was his last film role. Oliver Reed was an infamous drunk. Um, he was also known as quite the hellion, very difficult to work with. He was good friends with Keith Moon, and there's a lot of stories about Keith Moon, the drummer of the Who, um, who died pretty young from Oliver Reed. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver Reed stabbed him in the face. No, um, he drank him to death. Yeah, they uh, they they would raise hell together. And, um, yeah, so even Russell Crowe said, like, work on Gladiator, he did not get along with Oliver Reed. Um, and when he died, he's like, I wasn't too upset about it. <laughs> and that's coming from Russell Crowe, who's also a drunk, <laughs> and beat somebody up with a phone. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, he's like, yeah, this guy's kind of a fucking asshole. <laughs> they should tell you something. Wow, he is a jerk. Yeah. Oliver Reed is have a, to murder this man. Oliver Reed as an actor is great. And there's something about him in his movies whenever he's allowed to be full on. 
he, that he's holding back in this, but he's kind of like a, he can come off like kind of like a cage animal and kind of have this magnetism to him. I, I find him very interesting on screen. Um, but Bay Davis hated him. She said uh, she would only refer to him as that man. <laughs> like interviews and stuff like that. I thought you said Batman. No, like, huh. no, <laughs> that man. And she said that he could be the most. Re- he is the most repulsive human being I have ever met. <laughs> but also, Bay Davis also don't like Karen Black. So maybe Bay Davis is just a bitch. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but also, no, I would completely believe that she doesn't like Oliver Reed. But she thought, thought Karen Black was disrespectful to her and everything like that. Or, I could. She, she that. said she doesn't respect me. I'm I'm from the golden age of Hollywood, and I am an accomplished actress, and she's not giving me the respect that I want. So yeah, that could be a you know. Uh, a funny story though is that is that Oliver Reed and his stand-in and some of their friends were coming in after drinking. Um, for the night they come in and Bay Davis would get her food delivered to her hotel room mm-hmm. by by room service. So they're walking to the, <laughs> the halls of the hotel. <laughs> And Oliver Reed drunkly sees the cart. He's like, hey, I bet I could go faster on this than you. And he'd get on top of the cart with the food on it and just start running around the halls, sliding around on the cart. And her food's going fucking everywhere and stuff. And then uh, they just leave it and just stumble off. My name's <laughs> Oliver Reed and this is Jacka. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um... Yeah, she was not happy to be working with him. Yeah, I can see why. Uh, Karen Black was pregnant. She's four months pregnant while they're making this film. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes, they covered it. You know, four months, I mean, it's pretty early. Yeah, She's that is She's probably not showing early. too much, but they kind of layered her up. Um, <clears throat> this, uh, uh, I know you have an interesting story you would like to share about the background of this movie. Um, oh, well, actually, 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 we'll we'll say that when we actually talk about the yeah, scene. Yeah, We'll go back to scene. it. Yeah. Um, this was shot in Dunsmuir. Uh, Dunsmuir House. This is a house that's been used for a lot of movies, like Where Phantasm. Dunsmuir. I know. I I, I, I did know, know the, it was in Phantasm, but I can't remember the area it's from. Yeah, I can't remember the. Uh, I can't remember where. I don't know where the house is actually. Um, but yeah, I was using Phantasm View to kill. Um, so I married an axe murderer. Using a lot of movies. Um, <clears throat> it's actually. Uh, it was built by the elder Dunsmuir. Mr. Dunsmuir, I don't know his first name, for his wife as a wedding gift in mm-hmm. 1899. They went on their honeymoon. He died on the honeymoon. She comes back, dies 18 months later from cancer. Oh. <laughs> so they're just like, we're going to use the house for like, we'll just, well, we, you can still just go to the Dunsmuir house. And, maybe it is haunted. And yeah, maybe. She died, <laughs> she died in the house. Hell yeah. Um, you can go to the house and get Blade and Apple's ghost hunt coming <laughs> yeah. up. Uh, it's, it's it's used as a actual attraction. You can actually go in there and walk around and stuff. It's really still, still standing. And they yeah. have like movie memorabilia or something. There. Maybe, probably, yeah, yeah. I imagine. Um, yeah, but you can visit it. Um, if that's in the states, we should try and go. Yeah, for sure, that'd be cool. Um, I love Phantasm, not because of burn offerings. <laughs> no, <laughs> but um, yeah. So there's tension on set. People didn't get along. I guess. Sounds like it. <laughs> Oliver Reed was probably shit faced the whole time. <laughs> Uh, Karen Black was was there doing you know, her when best. He's drowning his son in the pool. Maybe that was just him being drunk. <laughs> he looked look pretty shit faced. Yeah, but yeah. So they all move into the house. We we'll go back to the plot of the movie. They go back to the house where things start happening. They're they never see the mother <clears throat> at she's all. Always upstairs. Yeah, she's just always upstairs sleeping and stuff. 
eating, eating, taking care of the old lady, presumably. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was talking about the old lady, not 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 Karen Black. Oh, I'm not, I'm not oh, talking about. When you I'm not talking mother. about Marianne. I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about um, Karen Black. I mean, not Karen. Black. Not Karen Black. Right. I'm talking okay. About, never um, mind. Never all her dice. Mama Marianne Alderdice. I'm talking about, uh, but yeah, Marion and Ben, their their marriage is seems to be pretty healthy. Yeah, it was a good marriage first till they get to the house. But they get the house and things start falling apart. Um, they start acting strange. Oliver Reed likes palling around with his with his son. Davy. Yeah, he loves Davy. Davy. Yes. My and, boy. Yes, my boy. By Joe. The seed of my loins. Hey, Dad. Davey. Dad, my niece, I hurt. Davey is a clumsy child. Davey is a very clumsy child. He falling, falling and hurting his knee. And when we get to the end of this movie, you'll learn that he also has very slow reaction time. <laughs> yes. So, um... Yeah, they're they're just kind of moving the house. They're they're getting lay of the land. Um, one of the first weird things that happen though is that Alvarez is having nightmares. Yep. Ben is having nightmares to back when he was a kid at a funeral for his father. Ma- father? Yeah. Father, I father. believe. Um, to where he sees a chauffeur smiling at him. With the, yeah, with uh, this kind of grimace. Um, yeah. this, this sick grimace and. Who is reoccurring throughout? Yeah, it's, the it's story. like this vision that keeps on popping up in his in his mind. Even though it really doesn't have much to do with the plot of the movie at all. It's no, just this thing that no, keeps no, on no. popping up in his head. And then at one point, you see him in the house. Yeah, and the ant sees it as well. Yeah, but it, I think it may just be an illusion. You know, Bette Midler. Whatever. <laughs> Bette Midler. Um, but uh, uh, but this connection to your story. Yes. So uh, the reason. Uh, Dan Curtis put these scenes in there uh, is because in the book there was like some kind of dream sequence that wasn't really described. Yes, Burnt Offerings is based off a book. We forgot yeah, to mention book, that. The <laughs> yes. novel. Yes. Um, so he took uh, an actual experience from his life and uh, when he was a young child his mother died and during the funeral he had saw, uh, seen a chauffeur on the outskirts uh, laughing during the funeral. Yeah. And, and he said how weird it was. Giggling. Yeah, and he said it was like terrifying to him. Like it was so morbid in his head as a kid and he could he like still dreamt about it. Yeah, he was just having a good time. Yeah. He He's like, like <laughs> I love <laughs> driving. <laughs> I'm gonna get paid today. <laughs> oh boy, your mother's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to tip me. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting. I'm the last Uber she'll ever need. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an interesting story. Yeah, it is an interesting um, story. <clears throat> but yeah, people are acting weird. And um, I think the first big thing that happens is a big like, uh-oh, is, um, you know, because they have to take care of this whole fucking place because it's a piece of fucking shit that yep, they paid $900 for. Um because that's what I love. I, that's what I love is that whenever I go on vacation, I love having to do all the fucking work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, you know, screw hotels. Yeah. I would rather have a dirty Airbnb where I have to do their laundry. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. 
Well, look at the BMB. Uh, it is there is a bed and there is breakfast if you make it. <laughs> oh, the bed also needs made. <laughs> and also, also, you can make me breakfast also. If you don't mind washing the sheets, they're pretty dirty. <laughs> I will wash them. I never go in there, so yeah. it's real shit house. Like, that'll be nine hundred dollars. <laughs> you can pay me now. Yeah, <laughs> and tip me. Oh, yeah. Can you watch my grandma? <laughs> She's on life support in the next room. You do have to change her diaper. Oh, you have to be a certified medical assistant. <laughs> if you aren't, that's an extra 200 bucks. Yeah. Night. Enjoy Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> so they have to fill the pool. <laughs> yes, they do. Which, for some reason, Oliver Reed can't figure out how to use a pump. Yeah, he's just hitting the thing. He's just pool punching. Machine he's just Oliver reading it where he's just using his brute strength. Oh! Like oh, a- dear! Her! He's basically-, <laughs> <laughs> he's basically like his character from Three Musketeers where he's just like, I'm going to use my brawn. Yeah. Like, oh! Tink, tink. So Davey walks up, his son is just like, uh, see this thing that says kill switch? Like we Yeah, to- you just twist that, and then it starts working, and he's <laughs> and you, like... And then you pull it, it works, like, you want to bet? He's like, yeah. Five dollars. Yeah. He's like, oh, well. He's like, well, you seem pretty stupid. Nine hundred dollars. So they get the pool working, they go like, for let it. me ask your mother, is nine hundred dollars fair? That's more than fair. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yes, dear. <laughs> this is why Oliver was alcoholic as this movie. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this that whole bet leads to the pool scene. <laughs> yeah, so they go they go into the pool, and uh, Oliver just freaks the fuck out. He finds a pair of evil glasses apparently, and he puts them on. <laughs> yeah, okay, he does. And then, and then he's immediately driven to kill his son. <laughs> It's just, it's just no emotion, desperately trying to drown his son. Well, if, well, they're in the pool. It looks like they're palling around. It's like, yeah, you know, for a minute. As you do how you pick up, you know, yeah, you pick up a kid and you throw him, you know, in the water, you know, whatever. And then, like, he just starts violently slamming him <laughs> into the water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And he's like, holding him down and... His face is getting more and more aggressive. And the ant is like, Benji, stop! Benji, you're hurting him! Stop! He's he's just slamming him into the fucking water, trying to drown him. Oh, God. And he steps into it, he's like, oh, no, Davy. And Davy's like, my knee! (laughs) My knees are hurting him! Help me! So he slaps his dad with a pair of goggles, which apparently is just, oh, <laughs> oh, that did it. Oliver may just actually been drunk in this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so after that, like he gets out and the ants like uh, disgusted with him, which, you know, apparently Betty Davis was uh, disgusted with him as a <laughs> Just real general, person. yeah. So that was the most realistic scene she had was her looking disgusted at Oliver Reed. Yes. Um, and then he is sitting in the dining or the the 
I guess, the living room mm-hmm. by the fire at night because he can't sleep because he has the chauffeur dream. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I feel guilty about trying to murder my son. <laughs> I think the best thing is just how much Marion, Karen Black's character, yeah, is just like, wife. no, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> forget about it. It happened like that was like an hour ago. Listen, like, he's a kid. He'll forget. Hey, past was in the past. Like, <laughs> she's she's not shocked or weirded out by it no, at she's, all. Oh, you didn't mean to. He's like, I did. I had an urge to hurt our son. I wanted to hurt him. She's like, Oh, you. <laughs> all right, <laughs> whatever. Now you're being kind of a bitch about it. <laughs> She's like, I have an urge to hurt him all the time, and you. Like, it's fine. So, um, yeah, it, uh, uh, time keeps on, time keeps on slipping, <laughs> and uh, time keeps on passing, and weird things are happening. Um, one of the things is that people seem to, uh, except for except for Ben and Davy. Um, seem to be getting older. Yeah, they the aunt is getting... definitely getting older, and the the Marianne is starting to have like gray, gray in her streaks. hair. Yeah. Like every new scene, she has more gray in her hair. Yeah, and you still haven't seen Mama Allardyce at all. Nope, she's not still upstairs. And uh, yeah, everybody's just kind of devolving in madness. This is kind of interesting because this is one of Stephen King's favorite horror movies. Really? Yes. Huh. Um, which makes sense. Because this is almost like one of his books. Which one? One of his stories. Well, not not one specific, just structurally. Oh, yeah. What's about like this family? It's almost like, you know, like The Shining. Yeah. You I know, guess. it's like uh, his family moves into this house or this location and there's something supernatural going on within the house. And there's this family dynamic and <clears throat> people are kind of starting to lose it and everything and turning on each other and yeah. starting you know, to go crazy, but there's still like these characters that have, you know, that are fleshed out or have, you know, uh, uh, <clears throat> different problems already. I don't know if they, did they mention that Ben, or am I just saying because it's Oliver Reed, but is there, is there a line where like Ben had a problem beforehand? He had psychiatric issues. Psychiatric issues, yeah. So it's like people that are dealing with like issues that they had in the past, like usually in Stephen King ones, of course, it's alcoholism is, is usually the common thread because that's something that he battled. Yeah, so it was more like he was Oliver Reed. <laughs> yeah, he was just Oliver Reed. <laughs> um, but it feels like a Stephen King story. So I can understand why he likes it. This also came out the same year as, as uh, Carrie. Oh, okay. Wow, is Carrie 1976? Which is the first movie based on a Stephen King novel. Hmm. Um, Brian De Palma. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, so, yeah, this this came out, you know, at, at the height of the 70s, remember, like, Supernatural-type films like this and Carrie and Amityville Horror and, you know. Was Changeling 70s or 80s? Changeling was the 80s. I think it came out early. I think it came in 1980, 1981. It came out very early okay. in the 80s. Um, but it came out in this wave of these type of films. I enjoy most of those films. Yeah. Not so much this one. <laughs> we watched your VHS copy of it. We did, and that didn't make me like it more, which is weird. Um, I uh, I like it enough. I think the pacing of shit is really slow. It's easy to make fun of. I mean, it's not a bad movie. I think it has an interesting theme of um, like consumerism and like putting worth to like things that... Yeah, and I mean, it's... The, the acting fine yeah the the settings fine i, I don't know the acting cinematography fine, fine. They, 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 yeah the acting's fine it's uh, you know oliver reed isn't allowed to like be fooled out oliver reed you know he doesn't it feels like he's holding back Karen black feels inconsistently written 
Marion yeah. is inconsistently written of like, is she concerned? Is she going crazy? What is happening? Because every scene, she's like, that's eh, fine. Yeah, don't worry <laughs> you try about kill it. Her, you try to kill her kid, whatever. Until the kid breaks a bowl. <laughs> she freaks out. Flips out. Um, her lips. But yeah, things uh, keep on happening. Their aunt gets really, really sick. <laughs> yep. Because she ages like exponentially. <laughs> In a short yeah. period of time. And she's like on her deathbed now. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and uh, then uh, they get a knock at the door while she's dying. <laughs> it's the chauffeur with it's a coffin. It's the chauffeur with a coffin. <laughs> yeah. And then the next scene is her funeral, which is like, did he never mention like, oh, that sh- chauffeur in my dreams, he showed up and killed me. Yeah, right, right. And Marion isn't at the... Isn't yeah, she doesn't even go to the funeral. Yeah, it's just Ben and Davy. <laughs> yeah, he's just she's just like sitting at the house, like getting the table ready. And another thing that we noticed is the she has a, a very uh, uh, sudden dislike of people drinking out of glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they sit down for dinner, and Davy's like, "It's like, hey, mom, I want a glass for my for my soda." Yeah, he had a bottle of Coke, and he was, like, going to drink it out of the bottle. And she's like, no glass! Pour it in the goblet! (laughs) He's like, I hate goblets! Goblets are my least favorite (laughs) drinking receptacle! And Alvarez is like, listen to your mother. Yeah, just 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 fucking do it. (laughs) She is literally batshit insane. (laughs) Have you seen how your mom's dressing? She's dressing like an old woman. What? Turning gray. Older. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. And the house is starting to peel. There's certain parts of the house are starting to look a little younger. Well, like the garden outside, the greenhouse, like the plants are starting to not be dead. (laughs) Well, and then all of a sudden, all the clocks hit midnight, Uh which you see the wires pooling the clock (laughs) hands. Um,. Which they even noted, like, at reviews of the movie, they were like, yeah, you can see the wires. Like, in 1976, like, even bad filming, you could see it. When you could literally do the thumb trick. Yeah. <laughs> where it looks like you're removing your thumb, and the same people are like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, what my black God. magic is this? But even the reviewers then, it's like, you should drink. <laughs> but as that's happening, and the storm's going crazy, like, the house starts shedding its skin, pretty much. And like, Reed's like, we need to get the fuck we out of this house to go <laughs> now and the wife's like no it's fine don't worry about it it's okay. <laughs> no this is good the house is looking great he's well fuck you yeah me and dave you're getting our station wagon so <laughs> we're hauling out of here <laughs> so he uh basically kidnaps his son his son is fighting him to get away i don't know why his son is so upset I don't either, but you can't tell. Like, I uh, guess I would be a little scared if one of my parents, like, kicked in my door, grabbed me out of bed. Oh yeah, he was asleep. Yeah, yeah. and then just started... oh, that's the thing we, we we completely skipped is that earlier in the film he almost dies. That's man, I knew we were forgetting something. Yeah, yeah. reverse. Uh, yeah, like... earlier in the film, um, they wake up and they're like, oh, the doors closed to Davy's room. Where they or do they smell gas? Yeah, they he smelled gas and he woke up. Yeah, and so Davy's room is locked. The door is always open, um, but for some reason it's closed. And he's his heater is turned up to where he the it, the gas the is gas turned is turned on. on. The... Yeah, so he and and he's sealed in the room, 
And so he almost gets, you know, choked out. Yeah, he almost gets choked to death. And uh, he almost suffocates in there. But they save his life. They're able to break the door open yeah. and then um, bust the window open. It's like, well, that was fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what and, the fuck? And then the ant pseudo kind of admits to doing it. Uh, she says she turned the heater on because it's cold. She wanted to put some blankets on him. Yeah, but she didn't touch the heater, she no. said. Yeah. Yeah. But um, nobody believes her. No, because she's old. <laughs> well, now she's way older. And nobody likes Bane Davis. <laughs> no. Yeah, everyone hated her in that movie. So as <laughs> characters and as, <laughs> as people. Well, it uh, is funny, though, thinking how much she hated him and how many scenes were her having to go, oh, binge. Yeah, yeah, because and actually it feels like they have a pretty good relationship yeah, on screen. Yeah, like in the thing, it seems like, Cause they're, they, like, like they're actually very close. Their characters are because this is Anne and they have a very healthy relationship. Um, but uh, yeah, so he, back to the house later on, they're trying to escape the house. Yes. Uh, and he's like, you know, dragging him and his son's fighting. And he gets into the rain and throws him in the car. He's like, Dad, you're, you're not getting mom. Where's mom? Why don't you have mom? He's like, fuck he's your like, mom. Fuck that. And he <laughs> just keeps driving. And then this tree falls down. And he's like, fuck it. And he starts ramming the tree with the car. Um, then he gets out and tries to move branches out of the way. And the tree grabs him. Yeah, evil deads him. Evil deads him and drags him away. There's one branch going up his asshole away. <laughs> From so Evil then he Dead. gets back in, and uh, I know I was joking around about it yesterday. <laughs> <with> you. <laughs> so he gets back in the car, like Dad, Mom, like why are you leaving? Mom's like, Son, your mother's crazy. Don't you re- remember when we were at the pool and I found the demon glasses and I tried to drown you? Yeah, that's nothing. Your mom is crazy. Re- she. Was freaking out about you dropping that bowl? Yeah, I thought that was fucked up too, son. But did you see that tree try and grab me? She's crazy, David. We gotta go. <laughs> David, we gotta get out of here. I was possessed and I tried to drown you, but now I know we need to leave. There's an evil chauffeur who's chasing your aunt around with a coffin. So, your mom, she's crazy. We gotta go, David. <laughs> Your mom, though, she's the crazy she's one. Like, <laughs> he's like, I need to get the fuck out of this family. Like, Please, I need to. I, I want to live. I want to live. I want to live. Um, <laughs> so they're, they're forced to go back to the house. Uh, mom is full on crazy now. Um, they're like, hey. Seriously, let's fucking leave. <laughs> like we gotta get, we gotta get. Well, finally, uh, when they get back inside, um, the dad is like defeated <laughs> and also like not feeling so hot because he's been ramming into a tree for about ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so he's in the bed, and the doctor is like, "You don't have to get him to a hospital." And she's like, "Nah." <laughs> she's like i can take care of him doctor and he's like no you really need to take him to a hospital i'm gonna give him some sedatives but then he needs to go to a hospital i'm sure it's nothing that i couldn't take care of doctor and it's like no you okay <laughs> you could have internal bleeding you should go oh don't worry doctor he was like you know what Fuck it. Yeah. You know what? I'm tired of arguing with you and 
What's he going to do, tell? He's like, I'm taking care of Mrs. Allardyce. He's like, Mrs. Allardyce. You know what? No, never mind. Uh, <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That's fine. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so Oliver Reed is in a wheelchair next to the pool, and Davy is splashing all around. Oliver Reed, Ben, is... is Deeply sedated yeah, from drugs. He can't move. Yes. They, they put, he has so many pills. He so now he's like, <laughs> don't you realize your mother's crazy bin? Your mother's crazy. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? And Davey's just splashing around going, what? <laughs> look at me, Dad! Look at oh me! My oh, my knees! <laughs> Dad, look at me splashing! Look at me splashing! Oh, Davey, that was wonderful. Davey, I, I just love you, Davey. <laughs> Don't forget that there's a demon in the pool. Davey, you gotta... <laughs> Your mother's crazy. <laughs> so, go figure. The pole starts attacking Davy. The pole starts attacking Davy. <laughs> and he and starts drowning. And Oliver Reed is he's like, I can't move. <laughs> just like it's, he's, he's like, able to kind of launch himself out of his wheelchair onto the ground. He is uh, Christopher Reeve's stem cell research <laughs> moving his fingers. <laughs> like, ah, he, he needed to eat more fetuses. He, needed, he, he is <laughs> like a mess. Don't worry. I couldn't. Your mother was Wow. <laughs> and he falls out of the chair. Go, the guy going, I, I am going to die on sedated Oliver Reed Joke Hill. That is coming back every episode. That's the one. That's the one. Oliver Reed sedated crazy mother. He's just calling the ground going, Davy. And I mean he's at his face is like bright red. Yeah, he looks he's like celebrating he's trying. at the ground. Oh, oh. He may have also been very drunk. Yeah, he was like, probably oh. just drunk. And he was like, Oliver, this is where you go save your son. And he's like, <laughs> He's like, Okay, I'm so hungover. Davy. He's like, let me keep the sunglasses. And on. Like, you know like, what? No. This is actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably keep it this way. He's vomiting on the ground like three times. Yeah, no, like he looks bad he's crawling in the vomit he's crazy yeah um, but thankfully marion is out there and she, she finally realizes she's like holy shit like he's th- drowning there something is happening with this pool and then she gets into the pool to try and save him. yeah because earlier in the pool like her and Oliver Reed are almost almost have maritals in the pool yeah oh yeah he's like, uh, he's like man we are he's like missing let's a lot go of stuff. skinny dipping and yeah. she's like oh no it's like Come Why on. do we give her an accent? She doesn't have one. Like, he has an accent. She's American. And he gets naked and jumps down in the water. And she's like, okay. And she goes yeah, on. I, I think she's got her bra and panties. No, she, she, get naked? she gets naked. Okay. She gets naked and gets in there. And they start kissing. And she's like, no. We had to go inside. Not and it's here. like, okay. And then they're like walking the house, and then it's like, do you just not find me attractive anymore? And she's like, you're very you, sexy. I find you so sexy. <laughs> and they start kissing, and then she just freaks the fuck out. Like they go on the ground, they're making out, and then she's yeah. like, not here. 
Admittedly, it did look a little rapey. It, yeah. Well, it I mean, looked kind of It's because it's Oliver Reed. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but she sees that the light is on in the old lady's room and flips. Right. Flips out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so um, and she bites him in the dick. But yeah, she says <laughs> she saves Davy out of the pool. Oliver's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> oh yeah. But you're you're still crazy. <laughs> you're still you're crazy, bitch. I fucking hate you. Better <laughs> this house is garbage. <laughs> I hate it just so much, Mary. Worst worst vacation ever. <laughs> this is what a waste. It's nine hundred dollars. <laughs> That's quite a bit of money now. It's a lot of money. But then that's probably like five cars in the 1970s. You're a real cock <laughs> You're a real cock Not in real life because you won't suck my cock You'll suck my you'll yeah, suck you're, the ghost. You'll suck my wallet, right? What you'll do, you fucking miss. But after that, they're like, yeah, we can leave the house. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Davey almost died twice in the pool. What is my dry second by you? Yeah. <laughs> so... So yeah, back to the pool scene. Uh, uh, so his to... mother's trying to save him. She starts getting almost drowned by this. Yeah. Kid. This pool is just ruthless. This pool <laughs> is just out for blood. <laughs> like, and uh, I think it would have been way more hilarious though if she started trying to drown Davy. <laughs> like, mom, no, <laughs> mom, don't forget about my knees. No, mom, you're hitting my knees. Oh, he has the devil in him. Oh, that boy has the devil in him. It, it seemed like Burgess Meredith wanted to put the devil in yeah, him. Yeah, put some in him. But, uh, so, uh, but then it would be funny if like the parents teamed up to drown him. <laughs> and it just ends. Uh, yeah, it's just, just credits. Uh, that would make the movie a, he's just a like 10 out of 10. Sl- he's just like manatee speed moving as he's sedated through the pool. He's like, Coming to drown you. Your mother's crazy. I'll do it so much quicker. <laughs> so after this, uh, after they both get out of the pool, finally. Yes. Um, she's like, fuck this house. Right, we gotta leave. And yeah, she's like, right. like, and Alvarez's still just on the ground. He's like, uh. Please. <laughs> and so next scene, they have the, the, the station wagon all packed, packed up. up. They're ready to go. He's they like, start driving, and she's like, Wait! I have to tell her we're leaving. Well, I better leave a note. And she's and like, like, "Are you out of your fucking mind?" Yeah, he's like, are you, "You are. You are really a crazy person." Yeah. No. It's like, no, we're not going leave back. Leave a note. Yeah, just leave, leave a note. Actually, don't go to the house. She'll figure it out, or she'll just die. Who cares? Yeah, it's not our fucking. Problem. I've never met her, so I leave don't a note. Yeah. So they go back. She goes inside. Leave the note. She's gone for quite a while. Aubrey's like, "I'm going inside to check out what's going on." Goes inside, walks around for like 15 minutes, it <laughs> feels like. Uh, slowly, slowly walks around, gets upstairs, goes into the room that he's not supposed to be. He's trying to knock. He's like, hey, have you seen my wife? Have you seen Marion anywhere? No answer. Doors open. It's been locked the whole time. Goes in. There this she is. is all her, all her dice is yeah, staring outside the window. He goes up to her. It's like, hey, have you seen my wife? Turns around. Surprise! It's, it's her. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he goes, so oh, stuff. you heard it in the trailer. Oh, no! Yes. 
And he is uh, jettisoned out of the window. Yes. Smashed out of the window. Face first into the car windshield. Which was almost a serious accident for the stuntman in that scene. Did not know that. uh, He overshot the jump, and they had seconds to readjust the mat to catch him. And he hit within a foot of hitting the ground. Damn. Head first. So. (laughs) Damn. um, Yeah. But yes, he... Gets thrown out, I guess, thrown out the window. I guess. Um, smashes through the glass. Like, it looks like he was doing an Davey. Olympic dive yes. out of the window. <laughs> Falls headfirst into the glass of the station wagon. Bloody as shit in front of Davey, who's in the vehicle. He's screaming, going, Like, oh, you hit my knee! <laughs> he goes through it. <laughs> hits a glass all on his knees. No! <laughs> no! No! <laughs> Gets out of the car, runs off. Oh, it's like Paige at a bowling alley. (laughs) (laughs) I am so glad she doesn't listen to this. No average listener will get that joke. (laughs) But your your fiance last year we went on drunk skating at the skating rink (laughs) at the bowling alley. Well, yeah, we were, we were drinking the bowling alley. We went to the skating rink to drunkenly skate because, you know, when you're drunk, that's the best idea. Where you're like, hey, let's go skate. We're drunk. Let's go roller skate. None of, none of us have been roller skating in, in like, like a decade. Yeah. So what's the worst that can happen? Well, it turns out the worst that can happen is a bitch falls and tears everything in her fucking leg. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh, it was a nightmare when it happened. Or MCL or ACL or TCL TLC. Or TLC. Or scrubs, everything. Or BLT. (laughs) Yeah, oh God. (laughs) What a fucking month that was. That was rough. Man, January's have a bad thing. January's are the worst months for me and her. Yeah. Something always bad happens in January. I know, it's my birthday. You're like, fucking. Yeah, oh my God. (laughs) Um, Anyways, yeah, so... uh, he runs out of the car, and he's like, ah! And runs to the side of the house. <laughs> slowly, slowly notices that the chimney is falling. Because the house is coming apart. What is happening is that the wood is falling off the side of the house, and everything underneath it looks better. Like, the house is rejuvenating yeah. itself. And the chimney, the shitty chimney on top, starts crumbling. And he's standing under the chimney, and he's like, ah! He's just like... Shows him screaming. Like, it is shows the Austin the power scene. Shows him. Ah! Shows the chimney. Shows him. Zooms in. Ah! Shows the chimney. <laughs> chimney falls. Freeze frame. Dead. Dead. <laughs> He's just sitting there, like, at the end credits, and it's just landed on both of his legs. You see his legs just... Rainy! <laughs> And his legs just roll up like the Wizard of Oz underneath yeah. the chimney. Because <laughs> well, no, it's just on his knees, so his head and torso roll. <laughs> one, thing, one thing we forgot to mention, another thing we forgot to mention, is that up near the room of... Um, this up, might be my favorite episode so far. Up to the, I've up to had the, the most fun doing this one. Up to the, next to the room... Um, uh. Uh, next to Miss, Mrs. Allardyce's room is uh, she has a whole bunch of pictures. Yeah, there are a whole bunch of portraits of people yeah. from like it looks like throughout time. She's like, oh, musty generations of her family. Um, after Davy gets crushed by the chimney, uh, they show that 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 on uh, the collection of photos, photos again, has. and now Davy 
um, Ben and Elizabeth's photos are all on there. on the mantle now. Even though Elizabeth is still technically alive. No, Marion's alive. Marion's fine. Yeah, yeah. Aunt Elizabeth is dead. Yeah. Um, but all their so that that's kind of a creepy little ending, I think. That's kind of. But um, I like the fact that Davy looks like he had his picture taken at Sears. <laughs> yes. And then Oliver Reed looks like, like a dad shot. learning how to do a camera phone. Oh, I thought it was a mugshot. And he's just like, mm, oh, let's see. I'm gonna take a picture. Oh, kids, get together. I'm going to take a picture. Oh, damn it. That was me. (laughs) Knee slapper, right, kid? Hi, hungry. I'm dad. (laughs) There's those dad photos whenever they, like, they they always take the picture. Like, if you see them on Facebook all the time. Yeah. When people, like, take the picture, uh, middle-aged men, where they do the angle from, like, low up, and it's just, like... The looking down is always the most awkward looking photo ever. Yeah. <laughs> it always looks bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, this movie, I think you can kind of tell like the Dan Curtis influence. It has like kind of a soap opera. Yeah. It's still to it. It's more about uh, the characters than it is the scares, which, which I think is interesting in hindsight and stuff. It's just the movie has a terrible sense of pace. Yeah. It's I very mean- slow. Honestly, uh, if if I were you, I would have a, a day where you really don't have anything to do and be and sober. watch a better movie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and be sober. Yeah, like if you're if you're drinking, you're just gonna be like blah 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 yeah, blah. Right this it. fucking boring. Yeah. Um. But yeah, burn offerings. Yep. My knee. <laughs> My knee. Um. Uh, oh. Anything else to add? Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get out of your TV. No. All right. Well, that because we the... really we're already at hour fifteen. Okay. Well, that takes us to our next segment. Another curation of Blaze's Cabinet of Video Game Curiosities. So, what video game are you going to talk about today? Well, today is when I'm actually pretty. Dang, excited about okay because it is a free demo at the moment. Okay, cool. What's it, it on? PC. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's so much easier finding horror games for PC. No, um, but it is by N Four B A Studios, who are the same people who did From the Darkness. Okay, cool. So a game we have previously talked yeah. about on here, and, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed, and even though some of the things rocky helped me look up to do because it was like how the fuck was i supposed to know how to do that i don't know how anybody figured that game out no i don't know man. I, I, like on their own like i have no idea you know, you have to have a guide yeah. to do that like there's no way but um in a so they they've coming out uh, they've coming out <laughs> they are coming out with this game called ninth child street okay uh, now, the only way to get this game is that you have to go to their website and download the demo. It is not on Steam. So it is free, and you can donate towards it if you want, okay. which I suggest doing. Cool. Um, Graphic-wise, this game is blowing me away. All right. Like, I thought from the darkness, I'm like, yeah, it's all right graphics. It's not terrible looking. You know, whatever. This is like competing with like i don't i'm i'm probably crazy and stupid and overzealous but oh, in no, my, all those are true yeah in my <laughs> mind i'm like this looks like as good as resident evil like, yeah you said it looked really good yeah. yeah i was really shocked 
So you're a nine-year-old boy. No, I'm not. You, I'm a man. You ri- <laughs> I'm drinking coffee right now because I'm a man. <laughs> Doesn't look like it from here, <laughs> you boy. Sh- you shut up, boy. Stop. Stop. Yeah, you drink it out. You drink it out of a Teletubbies cup. It's a sippy cup <laughs> for big boy. You've got a crazy straw. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you're. It you're, makes my drink funner. You're wearing a onesie. <laughs> yes. And you're nine. It's just I a, just gave you a ninth birthday cake. It's a man size. Did it's you, a man size. Did one you ever here. eat that cake? I ate the whole thing. Is it good? Yeah, it was very good. It was, it was a heath. It was a heath cake. Yeah, heath fart cake. Yeah, heath. I thought was, that sounded it, good. I haven't was, had one in forever, but I used to like it. It was super sweet. Yeah, because you're vegan now, you can't have it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Milk. That's fucking right, Gary. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I stand for uh, animal rights. <laughs> where was I? Cake. You're nine. Yes. You play as a nine-year-old boy. Like you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a boyish man. <laughs> but, and so far, you know, there, it, it isn't like, like, here's like a bunch of like story videos or anything like that. It, the game is like, hey, we're a demo. Mm-hmm. This is the concept. Mm-hmm. You're a nine-year-old boy. You live across the street from an ex-toy maker who is very famous in Europe. And you believe he died. But for some reason, the light is on in the house. Okay. In the second story. So it's like, you're nine. Fuck you. Go check it out. <laughs> it's investigate. It's the one thing that I find funny about the game is is when you're walking around in the game, you you kind of like sway side to side. Like I like it's like I get what they're going for. They're trying to make it like a natural, like looking walk, like yeah, right. sw- side to side. But it looks like your nine year old is a toddler. And so you fucking like you have to bre- you you have to find a way through the fence. You get through the fence and you walk around the yard. And you see the like the front door is locked, and you go around back, and you open this house, and it is fucking terrifying in that house. Like it looks like the Amityville fuck house fucked the the house in Burn Offerings. <laughs> this is a real piece of shit, then. It is, <laughs> um, and so it's just kind of giving you like small missions to do at this point in time where it's like okay find out where the light's coming from and it's like oh the stairs are blocked now i gotta go around and it's so weird because it's like the way they play with the peripheral peripheral vision on this game like usually like they have to have it like in front of you or you're not it's not going to register in the game you can't really tell but it is literally like you see it in the corner of the screen where you're not paying attention you're like wait what 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 was that like and eventually the boy gets to the top of the stairs um, when he finds a second route up there. And there is um, the room with the light on it. And you start walking up to it. And, of course, the door slams. But you open it back As up. It does. Yeah. And the lights are off. And you walk inside and the TV turns on. And then the TV light shows a giant, like, scratch thing in the wall that says, I've been waiting for you. Whoa. And this strange shadow figure just kind of screams in the corner 
and you run and you start hearing the footsteps everywhere around the house. Like wherever you go, it sounds like somebody's chasing you Mm -hmm. and the doors are shaking. And this ball that was on the floor earlier that fell down the stairs is now smashing into the door. It is terrifying. Yeah. Like, uh, it's another one of those games where it was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to play this for a podcast. This will be really fun. And I was playing it and I was like, I'm, going to have to wait till Paige gets home so I I'm can scared. play this more. I'm too scared. I'm scared. I'm too scared. I fell down the stairs. I hurt my knee. I'm like, I feel like a nine-year-old I boy. I hurt my knee. Well, you are a nine-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Benjamin Buttoning. Yeah, I'm fucking, I'm 12. I'm your senior. <laughs> oh, that's true. I can't argue with that logic. Yeah, I'm big boy. Me got big pee-pee. <laughs> <laughs> I know all about the sex. Yeah. It feels like bags of rice. Yeah. <laughs> That's what somebody told me when we were in school. Like it's a fucking yeah. Idiot. We were like 12. what a virgin. And we were like twelve or something. And my buddy told me that his friend felt lady parts, and we we're like, oh my god. And he was like, yeah. He says it feels like a wet bag of rice, and I was like, ah, maybe I'm gay. <laughs> I don't know if I want that. (laughs) (laughs) Then you grow up and you're like, that kid was fucking lying. (laughs) And then you grow up and you play this game. You're like, I'm going to wait till my girlfriend gets home. I'm going to wait till my girlfriend gets home because I'm too scared. (laughs) I'm a big boy. Uh, I want to share the experience with her. Yeah, I, I just want her to be there to see, you know, let her know that she's okay. <laughs> I want to protect her just in case she wants to play. Yeah, she'll be scared of the game. Yeah, not me. I'm yeah, a big boy. I always hate that, though, because it was like, you know, usually when we play horror games, Paige just like takes over. She's like, you're going too slow. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. That's when you guys were playing Village. She's yeah. Like, she's like, give just me that. go. And you're like, oh. Yeah, just Blaze, go. I'm but there's like, this creepy fetus chasing I'm... me around. Oh, God, that scene scared the shit yeah. out of me. But yeah, so it is by N4BA. Again, people who did From the Darkness. Mm-hmm. And you can download it at www.n4ba.itch.io. Right on. I'm going to say that one more time. N4BA. I T C H dot I O. Now I'm gonna read it like sedated Oliver Reed. No, 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 we don't need that. Okay. <laughs> All right, that brings us to our next segment of mythology biology. All right, so what story do you have? Well, today we're going to be talking about, uh, actually, this time it's going to be uh, a spirit from Islamic culture. Okay. Uh, I believe it was around the Pakistan area. Mm-hmm. Um, so, back in the day, they had animism and deism, uh, which is the idea that every living thing has a spirit or a soul. Like, so not just animals and stuff like that, but the elements themselves. Mm-hmm. So what we're talking about today is a specific type of hauntu, which is a, you know, spirit. Pokemon. We, 
Yeah, it is a hauntar. <laughs> no, but a hauntu air is what it's called. And it's funny that it's called air because it's a water spirit. Right. But I don't I don't know how the translation of that works. Yeah. So yeah. Well butcher for us. Yeah. Hauntu air. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> or Mombang air. Or Puaka air. All right. So this was the idea of the spirits of the water and um they could be the, what caused diseases. They could be what caused floods, the missing people, drowning people. And they are based completely off the energy of the environment. Okay. So depending on whether the energy is positive or negative, uh, it will decide what the spirit of that hantu is. So a lot of times uh, monks from... And also it says it's practiced in Hindu cultures as, lo- as well as in Islamic cultures. But there are different incantations and things to communicate with these spirits. Mm -hmm. So what they would do if one was going, you know, buck wild, drowning kids all over the place like Oliver Reed. (laughs) As they do. (laughs) Like the spirit, the water spirit of Oliver Reed is finding all the Davies in Islamic culture. Well, I drowned myself in booze, so I'm going to drown you in water. (laughs) I found these glasses and I'm ready to kill. Um... So, but they can be, um, uh, what am I trying to say? What were the, uh, the, oh yeah, the positive Oliver and negative energy. Yeah, Oliver <laughs> Reed. So they can actually do uh, exorcisms and such to uh, change the environment's energy to positive. Mm-hmm. So when one is uh, going astray, it can become itself like a deification of the water and become like demonic. Okay. Um, but on the other hand, if you do these incantations correctly, mm-hmm. you can make it, uh, it, it, this is the wording they use is, uh, treat it like a pet. <laughs> so it's like, I have a little hauntu spirit water dog. It's like, blorp, blorp. <laughs> Don't pet it. <laughs> so, but yeah, I thought that was, a. Uh, Fun story because um, there is a story in this <laughs> uh-huh. about an encounter with a hauntu air, okay. and it, it just says father and son. The story didn't have. <laughs> yeah, oh boy. you see where this is going. <laughs> so, a father in a very uh, similar situation to Abraham believes he has heard a voice that tells him that his son must die. <laughs> Because that's what loving gods do. So he finds these glasses. <laughs> no, but... Uh, <laughs> so the father uh, uh, awakens the son in the middle of the night and puts him in a sack and tells him to be <laughs> quiet because they're about to play a game. And uh, he, the mother stops him and is like, hey, where are you going with that sack at night? And he's like, don't worry about it. And she's like, okay. <laughs> like... You know, this is, you know, medieval time, so I can't really argue you. <laughs> or I, will, I have no rights. I will literally. be hung, yeah. so goodbye. <laughs> and um, so he's taking his son in the bag out there. And uh, he goes to, uh, he starts weighing down the bag with rocks. And as he's doing that, the spirit of a hauntuer appears and says... If you make this energy negative, 
I will become a creature that will cause havoc on the town. Who is telling you to kill your son? And he's like, I just hear it in the wind and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, guess what? Another hauntu. <laughs> this is a, for, for, for argument's sake, we'll call it a hauntu water. <laughs> it's the hauntu air spirit. But the hauntu air is the hauntu water spirit. <laughs> okay. Um, so the guy goes, okay. And he throws his son in and uh, kills him. And then the Hantu floods his entire village and kills everyone. That's the story. What's the, what's the moral of the story? Don't kill your kids, like, I guess. Hantu air, everybody. What, did they teach you a Pakistani culture? Uh, well, they teach it in many cultures. Like, not just in Pakistan. What's the... And I don't know if it's like I don't know if this is like a traditional story or a story somebody wrote, like, and it just went on through time. That's why it's folklore. <laughs> I just like how he's like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> We're just like, don't listen to like any. The, this... So don't don't listen to anything supernatural. Is all I'm learning. <laughs> Because yeah, we're going well, to get fucked either way. Well, the spirit of the water was like, hey, don't do this or I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like... And the wind is like, you should do it. He's like, yeah. you're right. <laughs> the, the, the wind named water <laughs> told him to do it. And the water named air. <laughs> and, and the wind named Wanda. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, it was a short story, but I thought it was appropriate for this episode. <laughs> that was a pretty good story. Yeah. It definitely fits with the theme. Of drowning your kids, yeah, so <laughs> and having a, haunt, a haunted pool, a haunted air. You could you can make them your pets. Burn <laughs> offerings, the haunted pool, the <laughs> pool that eats people. <laughs> there, hey, maybe it was a haunted in the pool. It may be a haunted air, and he was like, hey, you know, it'd be sick <laughs> killing your son. <laughs> Over, he's like, that would be sick, <laughs> indeed, <laughs> indubitably. Uh, of course. <laughs> Fuck you, Betty Davis. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe I have touched this before. Yeah. Uh, he can't run away. He injured his knee. <laughs> <laughs> Your mother is crazy. <laughs> um, all right. So that is the episode. We gave you a beefy episode this time, guys. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, we will be back. Actually, very soon, we're going to be Sunday, taping yeah. another episode in a couple of days because we're a little bit behind. And we will be talking about the Mario Bava film, the Mario Bava Giallo, Blood and Black Lace, Yeet. Um, which is a great film. And yes. I, don't know, I don't know if there's going to be as many jokes about that because it's actually a good movie. But um, We'll work on well, it. Well, Offerings is good also. It's fine. It, but, yeah, uh, it's fine. It's fine. Like, it, we, we talk about way worse on this show. Oh, <laughs> like burn yeah. Offerings. I mean, it's no <laughs> fatal exam. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I mean, we were also kind of late because we watched another movie that we thought about doing an episode on called Blood Sisters. And it was going to put us in the fatal exam position of yeah, we don't a, have anyone to go on. Similar to fatal exam and B, it just wasn't that interesting. And C, we were talking through the whole thing. Yeah, we were. Because it was so uninteresting. Because of Buff Barb. Yeah, but there's a character called Buff Barb that's worth a watch. I mean, she's not her. really called that. Her no, name's like it should Warren, be. But yeah. She wears sweaters that make her look Barb. She wears sweaters that make her look Barb. Make her look buff. And safety vests. Oh, and safety vests. Yeah, for some reason. I don't know what she and has And she on. 
gets away. No. No, she doesn't. Nobody gets away. Yeah, that's Spoilers. right. Spoilers. Um, yeah, don't worry. But yeah, we're talking about the Mario Bava Giallo. Blood and Black Lace. It's a Giallo that was super influential on directors like Dario Argento and Mark Scorsese. Um, it's actually very influential for a lot of reasons. And we will be talking about that and have a little bit of history on it. Um, it is a Giallo that I really love, and it starts one of my favorites, Cameron Mitchell. Oh, so, yeah. Um, not drunk. Not Mitch drunk. insane. Sober, sober Cameron Mitchell. So we will be talking about that next episode. Um, if you guys want to reach us, you can email us at bladedapplespod at gmail.com or reach us on the Instagram of bladedapplespodcast. If you enjoy what you heard, then let us know. Or if you like the show, then share it with somebody you love or somebody you hate. Especially if you hated it, then let them listen to it. Because yeah. you fucking hate them. Force them. Yeah. If you hate them, maybe they're the opposite of you, and they'll be like, this is my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, right. And then they'll they'll just like us out of spite. Right. But we'll still get to listen, so we don't care. Like, well, Dave, uh, Dave's a real dickhole, so yeah. I'm going to like this show. Yeah, I, I hate people named David. I hate their knees. <laughs> Uh, yeah. um, but thank you guys for listening uh, thanks to Stefan Mize for doing the art for our show you can give him a follow on Instagram Stefan Mize M-E-I-S-S-E on Instagram or follow the tattoo parlor he tattoos out of a crawling panther tattoo parlor Ocala, Florida um, great guy, great artist loves horror um, always fun getting tattooed by him need to go visit because I still have his Christmas gift <laughs> Always fun. <laughs> it's just been in the car forever. Um, I need to get something done by him one day when I have a job. <laughs> What's that? What is this Yob? Oh, it's a great band. Is what uh, that is. Yob is a good band. Um, but yeah, and thanks to Blaze for editing and being a great co-host and a great friend. It's my only job. <laughs> yeah, that's your only job now, bitch. <laughs> um and yeah, we got we will see you guys in a couple of days with another episode and we will be doing more work on the Instagram cuz we've been severely slacking. And maybe we'll do a bonus episode during the week. Yeah, we may do a we talked about maybe doing a bonus episode on New York Ninja. The new Vinegar Syndrome release. Yeah, because it's an interesting project. I think I think everything the background to is more interesting than the film. It is not very much horror. But that's why it would be a No, it's an entertaining episode. movie, but I think everything about it is more interesting than the film itself. Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, it's still interesting enough to give you maybe a short 30-minute episode. Yeah, Just talking sure. about that. Um, but, yeah, until next time, guys. Anything to add, Blaze? Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> well, until next time, remember, every day is Halloween, so please act accordingly. Ta-ta. Bye.